0: Several councils and government ministries could be facing bills in the hundreds of thousands of dollars to fit essential filters to their drinking water supplies in the wake of Queenstown's cryptosporidium gastro outbreak. There are 60 confirmed cases of the parasite-induced gastro that can cause severe diarrhoea, stomach cramps and vomiting in the town. The National Water Regulator, tomata Arawai, has issued 150 compliance notices requiring water suppliers to install UV filters to protect against protozoa an organism that can cause a raft of nasty health issues. The cause of Queenstown's crypto outbreak is yet to be identified, but it's been revealed some of the networks that supply the town with water are not fitted with a compulsory filter. Steve Taylor from the National Water Regulator, Taumata Arawai, joins us now. Kia ora, Steve. Good evening. How? widespread is the issue with these filters? I mean, how many organisations are you talking about when you say you've issued 150 compliance notices?
1: Yes, yeah, so just to correct that, we've sent uh, letters out to 150 suppliers. Now, those um, suppliers can be everything from a council, but also to some government departments as well. Uh, the requirement really is to ensure that... Uh, these suppliers of drinking water have the necessary barriers to stop protozoa from entering drinking water uh, and that's something that's quite clearly set out under the drinking water rules and standards.
0: So that's compulsory. So how many of these suppliers do not have that?
1: So there's, um, that's something that we're going through an exercise just verifying with each supplier now. Uh, we've Sent uh, a letter to them last week setting out really clearly the expectation they must comply with these rules. Uh, we've also asked them to clarify for us the steps that they're undertaking uh, and and uh, the actual sur- the circumstances around how they're treating water. So how are they managing risks in their network uh, and how are they um, monitoring and ensuring that uh, those risks are being effectively managed.
0: But, Ball- Ballpark, your records as they stand now show what? How many have filters and how many don't?
1: Yeah, so it will be in the hundreds and those hundreds will be serving. That don't? Hundreds
0: that don't, Steve? That's correct,
1: that that, that don't currently have filters. So we're dealing with uh, quite a significant proportion of the population, above 10% of the population. And those are the areas that we are wanting to really focus in on and ensure that they comply with the rules.
0: So, just so I'm clear on this, you estimate that 10% of people in Aotearoa are drinking water that doesn't have the appropriate filter to make sure it's safe. Is that right?
1: So what um, what we've got is we've got more than, it's around 10% of the population uh, that currently don't have filters. Now, to say that water's unsafe is, is probably um, not necessarily the case. Uh, the purpose of those filters... But you can't guarantee
0: is, it, though, can you? Without without the filter, you're not filtering out the risk.
1: So, the, yeah, the filter exists for a reason, and that's to avoid these sorts of contaminations sort or of contaminants that these uh, protozoa from getting into the drinking water. So without those filters, uh, there's certainly a, a really high risk that that water will become contaminated. It's not a situation we want.
0: So which suppliers aren't compliant?
1: So there's um, there's a number of these suppliers, um, and uh, it, it's uh, I think you've opened with that comment yourself. We've sent letters to about, um, uh, well, there are about 150 um plants across the country these treatment facilities mm-hmm. um that uh, that don't have those um uh, those uh, barriers in place
0: so which districts and which councils so people know if they are drinking that water which ones uh,
1: so the the full list uh, um i haven't got that full list in front of me it's uh it's something Can you that name a few we're...
0: though steve uh
1: okay. So I'm I'm reluctant to go through that without having first had this exercise of... Yeah, that's the um, thing.
0: Why not? Because people are drinking this water, and the question is, do they have a right to know whether their supplier is complying with safety requirements, including having this filter?
1: So the, um, I think every, every single water consumer in New Zealand has got that right, uh, and it's, a, it's certainly an expectation that they'll be able to go on, have a look at the records, see what, whether their supplier has a protozoa barrier or not. So what, what we want to ensure, and this is an exercise that we've uh, done over the last week, we're giving the suppliers until tomorrow to confirm with us, uh, are these barriers in place? Are the records that we have Correct. Because if um, once they are, once they've confirmed that tomorrow, we will release that information publicly. Uh, we'll make that uh, available on our websites. Not only that, we'll be sending a letter to each of those suppliers, uh, setting our expectations for compliance. I think you'd appreciate how important it is at this stage to have that information right. The last thing that we'd want to do is put information out there that's inaccurate Uh, and and uh, promote the wrong response, but it's certainly something we're very keen on doing and from tomorrow we'll be in a position to do that.
0: Okay, so they've got until tomorrow. That's the deadline to respond to you. What deadline are you giving yourselves to make that information publicly available, please?
1: So uh, from tomorrow, uh, we'll be sending letters out, uh, well, following up directly with each of those suppliers and sending expectations. So uh, I'm pretty comfortable from um, from... Uh, Late tomorrow evening, once we've got that, we'll be able to um, release that information publicly.
0: Thanks, Steve. We look forward to seeing the list. That is Steve Taylor from the National Water Regulator, the Atomata Arawai.